What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lex P. And it's your girl, Dre Nicole. And you are tuned in to another episode of Poor Minds. Where Drunk Minds speaks sober thoughts. I feel like I'm never on this couch. Really? I'm always over yeah, here because we I always mean, but that's have a... we be having guests. We've been having the guests coming through. Mm-hmm. We had to give y'all a little solo, a little two-on-one time. Right. How you doing, Bookie? I'm good, girl. Mm-hmm. I'm good. How are you? I am. You know, it's crazy. Uh, I'm a little tomboyed out today. I just wanted to be comfy today. Um, I've been back and forth to Houston a lot, turning up, having a good old time. My hair is um, it's not doing what I needed to do, but it's okay. We're going to push through today. Yeah, mine either. I washed it earlier, and it's still kind of wet, but yeah, whatever. Oh, child. So y'all don't be in the comments like, Lex, look now. It's been it's been a r- little rough couple of weeks. I've been just enjoying my off time and my Thank free time. You. So other than that, what you been it up to, It don't look girl? bad, though. You know, I was trying to give a little, uh, what the uh, lady said, Puerto Rican. Rican. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what you been up to? Ain't that something that was like going viral on TikTok yeah. or something like that? She said, bitty, 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 bitty. Bum, bum. I think I'm giving little, 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 Okay. Whatever. Whatever. All right, all right. For me. Okay, what you been up to? Because, <laughs> hey, Shakira, <laughs> I've just been <laughs> trying to figure out my birthday's coming up. So I've been trying to figure out what I want to do for my mm-hmm. birthday. Um, I went on like a little mini trip this past weekend, did a little shopping. Oh, that's fun. Right. What you got, girl? Spell the tea. I got some shoes. Mm-hmm. I got some perfume. And I'm waiting on my purse, but they didn't have it at the store. So but it's I'm like going through a personal shopper to try to find it. But yeah, you know, I'm excited. And then my birthday coming up. So I'm about to get more stuff. More gifts. So these ain't even birthday gifts. Yes, so, the know. gifts on gifts on gifts. But yeah, so. I love it. It's a fun little weekend, though. Good. So, like, good. One thing, I have been doing good. I have been learning how to balance and just have fun. Because, you know, I did the lifestyle change. Um, you know, losing the weight is like half the battle, but keeping it off is the hardest shit ever. Yeah. So for me, um, you know, I took a little note from your handbook as far as the portion control mm-hmm. and, you know, just balancing it out. So it's like, if I know I'm finna go out of town and eat crazy, I'm gonna make sure Monday through Friday I'm like eating healthy. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So I can just have a little leeway to do what I want on the weekends. You know, keep it with the, the little Tito's, keep it real light, something nice. And you gotta work out too though because that makes it easier too mm-hmm. with the portion control like I like working out now because it give me a little wiggle room yeah. with eating yeah. and like drinking it's like because if I burn 700 calories today Ooh. then I can I have a little room to like have a drink or two 700 you be in there working hard yeah I do I be going to Orange Theory and stuff too mm-hmm. so like I take Orange Theory classes like maybe like three times a week. Then what I, you be doing at the Orange? It's high intensity training. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's a mixture of like the row machines, mm-hmm. the, um, what is it called? The the treadmill and then like we do weights and stuff. Baby. You... But I've been going with my best friend, Lynn, because she got a membership. She just got a membership mm-hmm. there like a month ago. So, okay, so and she I been was, doing good. Yeah, and I've been trying, and I was actually ready to cancel mine because I hadn't been using it as much as yeah. I wanted to. But she was like, no, don't cancel it. We can go together. So now I be going to the one by her house mm-hmm. and meeting her there. And then sometimes I work out at the one by my house. But yeah. I don't, I don't. We been, we been going. We been trying to stay active. And I think I'm about to do another detox too. Okay. 
like before my birthday. I think you I'm are a, hardcore. Yeah, I think I'm gonna not drink like starting April first. She until my birthday. Shit. So. Maybe I'll do something like. I gotta be fine. So yeah, it is your birthday. Like, but I just want to be fine. Period. Yeah. Like I just like feeling good. good. And I feel like when I don't really drink as much, I just yes. feel really. really I'm not good. gonna lie. When and I, working out makes me feel good. When too. I have my spurts of like eating super healthy, I just be like my stomach. Like I already, I ain't got no waist. We all know that. But my stomach just be extra flat, and I be like, God damn, this is a bad bitch. Yeah, that's how it be when you be working out and eating right and stuff. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, girl. I think I'm gonna do one. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. I don't okay. know if I'm gonna. I, I'm saying I'm gonna do a 21 day like not drinking little detox, but it might be like 10 days or something. I don't know. Okay. But okay. I'm definitely gonna do something leading do up something. to my birthday. Okay. Yeah. It depends on what it is. Maybe I might do it with you. So let let Big Mama know no one too. I'll let you know, girl. Let me know some, but I can't guarantee nothing. <laughs> All right. So. uh what are we drinking today, Miss Ty? Because this is real pretty and it tasty. It is. It's like glitter in it. I didn't want to mix it yet because I wanted to show the people before I sipped it down, but it has glitter in here. I don't know if y'all can see. Oh, I had to mix mine because she said all the liquor yeah, at all the, the liquor top. at the top, but I like it. Let's get straight to it. Lex, I knew you was going to like the liquor flowing at the top. <laughs> I just knew it. So this one is the Amethyst Rising. So yes, I did Ooh. add some edible glitter in there. So that's what you see floating around. We used some spirit. We used some St. Germain. Mix it with a little lemon juice and some simple syrup and then I infuse the tequila and the vodka separately with butterfly pea. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. so that's what's okay. giving it that purple and then I added the edible glitter to give it that shine. So it's like an amethyst. Oh, this yeah. is this so is really cute. Yeah. We just love Thai. <laughs> we do. It's, it's like just, the drinks are just so thought out. They're so good. Mm -hmm. uh, I love it. Okay, so we gonna go ahead and get into these topics today. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lex P, and I have a very special announcement. Well, I already announced it, but I'm gonna let y'all know again. We are going on tour. It's starting in June, y'all. Look, we announcing it extra early so y'all got time to get your tickets. No excuses. We got LA, Philly, Chicago, Atlanta, Houston. Now, listen to me, because I know how y'all get. We are still adding dates. I repeat, we are still adding dates, but if you see your city right now, go ahead and get your tickets. If you don't see your city, don't worry. We still coming, okay? So make sure y'all go to www.poorminds.com and get y'all VIP meet and greets. We all fine, poo. Okay, so before we get into this first topic, let me just let y'all know, you know, this is our opinions and we just talk and have a normal conversation like everybody do. All right? Because I know how to... disclaimer. The disclaimer, because you know how the folks get. You know how the folks the get. Facts. So the facts. Um, go ahead and take it away, Miss Drea. I almost said your last name. Why the fuck would I do that? I have no idea. Mm. I be trying to stay incognito. I know it. I know it. Okay, go ahead. So, um, for this first topic, I had saw a post on Instagram mm -hmm. yesterday. And it was a post from T.S. Madison. And she basically was responding. Because I didn't see the original post. Okay. But she was responding to an original post on a blog that... It was um, a trans lady, mm -hmm. and she was basically talking about how she had a one-night stand with Kevin Gates. Okay. Allegedly. Allegedly. Let's say that. Yes, allegedly. allegedly. And so, in the post, like, T.S. Madison commented on the post, and she basically was just saying, like, you can't claim you're a woman and then sens sensationalize your sexual encounters for shock value. Mm. Okay. 
Oh, okay, got you. Thank you, boo. Thank you, boo. I need to but, stir up my drink. But she don't know I ain't stirring that shit. I want the straight Tito. But okay, yeah, ahead, so she was just saying that, you know, you can't try to sensationalize your sexual encounters for shock value. Mm-hmm. And she basically was just saying, I'm going to just read the post verbatim. Okay. If you're trans and you out here running to social media blogs to detail your sexual experiences with celebrity men, I have a question for you. What is the reason? Because you can't claim you a woman, then sensationalize your sexual encounters for shock value. Don't be the continuous part of the down low stigma mm-hmm. men are forced to adhere to surrounding their sexuality. Mm. So she said again, I've always said that there is no safe space on any front for the men to live their authentic lives. The women won't accept them, the men won't accept them, the trans want to out them. Mm. So yeah, I thought this was like just an interesting... interesting. I thought it was a very interesting topic. I mean, because we've seen this happen constantly. This is not the first time this has happened. Well, yeah, because I do feel like a lot of trans women are always in an uproar when they feel like, you know, the women, the the biological women don't Mm -hmm. consider them women. Real women, right. And then the men don't consider them real women. Mm -hmm. But then it's like, but if you're a real woman Mm -hmm. and you're having a sexual encounter with a man, why are you trying to put it out there? Like it's like, oh... Like it's like, oh, he he slept with me. Right, right. And I'm Should that be shocking if... If you're, you're a, a woman. woman, right, right. Um, it's like you're out of him because you feel like you, maybe he didn't know. Right. And that's when things get in the like the gray yeah, area. Yeah, that's when mean. things get in the gray area. And I think it gets a little confusing. Mm-hmm. And tricky because it's like... And what's your motive? And what is your motive? Because at the end of the day, we all know the motive is clout. So I don't care if you're, you know, I don't want to use any wrong terms, but like if you were biologically born a woman or you're a trans woman or whatever that you are, I don't care. If you're sleeping with somebody that's a celebrity and you're doing it for clout, at this point, why are we still just sleeping with people because of their status? I don't care what you identify as. You lame. Well, I mean, I don't necessarily think that people... I don't know. I don't think people be necessarily sleeping with people all the time because of their status. I just think that sometimes there's just a plus in how you can try to work your move in a situation. Right. That's a plus where you're trying to work your move. So if that's a plus to try to work your move, you went in there premeditated being like, oh, this is what I'm finna but do. But that's or what this I'm what saying. I'm I don't do. always think it's always premeditated for people. You never know. Sometimes shit be happening between people behind closed doors. Then they be like, oh, I'm out his ass. He got me fucked up. Because something happened. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's still I don't lame, think that though. Kind of, it, it is. It's, yeah. not, it's not okay. But I mean... I see what you're saying, Every, though. Like, but I feel like a lot of people do this. Right, right. You know what I mean? And I feel like it's something that's been normalized. Mm-hmm. Cause, but I don't necessarily think that's always the motive for some people going into the situation. Right. Like, I feel like it's different factors and different things. That... And the reason I say that, because I think about the, the Sydney Star situation, whenever she claimed that she was messing with Chingy, and then years later... But that was a lie, though. Exactly, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it'd be situations like that that yeah. I'd be wondering. Like, because even if you she did sleep with him or whatever... People just be having, like, ulterior motives, and it'd be weird. So back to the subject at hand. I feel like this. I feel like, yes, if you just... If you're a woman, there's no need to just... Why are you bringing up in an interview 
that, you know, that you're trans or whatever, because that's not, I mean, if that's how you want to put it out there, because that's how you identify yourself, that's fine. But I feel like if you and the man that you slept with has had a conversation and you told him that information and he doesn't care or whatever, but if you identify to the world as a woman, why is that so important to bring up in the conversation as like a dig? Mm -hmm. Because it's not a dig, you're a woman. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're identifying as a woman, how is that a dig to somebody? Because it's like, in the same breath, you want people to view you as a woman, you identify as she and her, and you want us to respect you as such, but then you low-key try to be like, yeah, but he messing with me, and I used to be an XYZ and this and that. So I feel like, well, what do you want us to do in that situation? Because now you're not only opening the door to people People attack you. Trans women are literally murdered <laughs> so much just for trying to be who they are. So the fact that you get on these big platforms and make a mockery out of it mm -hmm. and try to make it seem like, oh, we should attack Kevin Gates and laugh at him for that is so dangerous. And I just can't believe as a trans woman that she was like well, to throwing me, it out there like that. Well, I don't feel like she was trying to attack him or make fun of him because I watched the clip. Like, she wasn't trying to do that. Mm -hmm. But it's almost just kind of like, what is the purpose in trying Same to girl. out your sexual encounter with this person? Right. Here? But I think that that goes for anybody. Anybody, yeah. That's what I was saying. That goes I don't, for anybody. I don't think that that's just um, something that trans women or trans men should not do or do or whatever. I think everybody, everybody. Shouldn't, shouldn't do that. Because what is the point? What's the point? Like, and when you do things like that, it does kind of seem like you have an ulterior motive. And, and that goes back called. to our conversation a while back on that episode. That's why we got to bring back motherfucking shame. I'm on here shaming y'all. Mm -hmm. I don't give a fuck what you was born and this and that. What Everybody can get shame. Everybody can get it. Should I call my nephew and shame him right now right. if I need to? Mm -hmm. But like I was saying, I just feel like it's a very weird, it's a very weird territory. And, um, you know, I don't want to speak, like I said, out of turn. But I agree with T.S. Madison, you know, I feel like. But what is out of turn? Because if some shit is online, I can speak on it. What you mean? No, I'm saying, I'm talking about her speaking out of turn as oh, far as talking about I'm her like, sexual. If it's on the internet, I can speak on no, it. No, 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 I'm talking about her speaking it's out of right turn there. as far as like putting like, talking about her sexual experience with somebody. So I feel like I agree with T.S. Madison. I feel like T.S. Madison is one person I've always, always respected her because she just keep it real. And she say what it is, and she's always been, like, an advocate for the community. And Yeah, I feel like she holds people in the LGBTQ... Accountable. A community accountable. Yeah, she definitely does. I definitely feel like sometimes it's a lack of accountability. Right, right, right. I agree. So, yeah, I feel like she is right. Because um, all you had to do on the interview, you didn't even have to bring that up. Why is that a point? I feel like it's the same thing with that, um, the shooting that happened just recently in Nashville. Why do y'all keep saying, oh, a trans, uh, it was a trans man? What does that have to do with somebody? Y'all have never done that before. A cis male shot up this store. Or why, like what? Why are we identifying people's gender? Y'all always just say male or female. So why does it matter that it's trans. I feel like whatever you identify as, I just think, like, when you're speaking on the topic, if that's what you want to talk on, as far as trans, like, cool. But if we're talking about people and what they want to identify as, like, you know, they can just say they're a woman. Like, that's not I necessary. I think a lot of people still really have, like, a very old-school way of thinking, especially, like, older people. Because, you know, like, back in the 
today, if you are a lesbian or you are gay, like, you are considered to, considered to have a mental condition. Yes. Like, which... you are considered to be, like, mentally ill. Child. So, I feel like maybe in those type of situations, that's why people be bringing that up. Mm-hmm. But either way, now, it's like 60 years later, we know that that's not the case. Right. Like, just because you gay or you're a lesbian doesn't mean that you have a mental condition. Because you had a little coochie. You ain't crazy. That's just your preference. Yeah, that was just my preference when I wanted to eat coochie. That's what I wanted to do. And I did it, you know. (laughs) 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 Not lock this bitch up. You was gonna put you in a straight no, jacket. They, no, they literally used to do like fuck. I wish I could remember the name of it, but mm-hmm. it was like um a, a surgical procedure, and it was like no foundation or anything for it, like no real proof that it actually worked. But it was like a surgical procedure that they used to do on gay men and lesbian women back in the day, where they would like use like um a hammer and like a nail and like go in your brain. I thought you about to say it was getting BBL. I was about to try to. Find Find it real quick just so I could give y'all the proper term so y'all know, like, I'm not... That is the most... Cra- but they used to do it, and then they would think that that would, like, do make something you- to the frontal lobe to, like, make you to where you're not attracted to the same sex anymore, but what it would really do is make, make them people- gayer. No, oh. it, no, it was just... De- it, was just de- <laughs> it would just debilitate them completely to where now they're... They can't do anything for So themselves. now they're a gay vegetable. Right. Wow. Essentially, yes. <laughs> yeah. That's wild. <laughs> So they they weren't doing nothing. That's what I'm saying. Right. That's evil. That is so evil. Yeah. They used to put people in psych wards just for being gay mm-hmm. back in the day. Like it's And crazy. that's why I say, like, I think that... I think it's definitely, you know, a lot of stigma and a lot of, um... I don't know, like, people just judging... Judging. ...the, the gay community for years and years and years. And like I said, I don't think that it's fair, and I really wish, and like I said, I'm glad T.S. Madison spoke out on it, because I feel like when other people who necessarily haven't had... Because I obviously haven't had the experience of a, a trans person, you know, I don't know, you know, the things that they experience and go through, but I actually feel like, okay, so the way I feel... Is okay. Because, mm-hmm. like like I said, I, I always listen to certain people in the community. I'm like, okay, because they hold people accountable and they're not just hopping on a train of XYZ or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because I know sometimes, you know, um, I just want to be careful what I say and I'm always continuously educating myself. It's crazy because when it comes to any issue, like... Because right. I remember a long time ago, I had actually, like, texted our friend Jerome. Shout out to Jerome. And I was like, is this wrong that I said this? Or is this, you know, like, please, like, tell me, like, why? Like, is this right or wrong? And he was like, no, let me tell you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like I grew... And it's not an excuse, you know, but I grew up in a small-ass town. You know, we weren't around things like that. So Mm -hmm. it's like when I moved to Houston, I was exposed to more things. And I was like, I choose to educate myself instead of just, like, feeling some type of way because... I have been treated some way because, like, you know, the color of my skin. Right. And people refuse to educate themselves. Right. So I just feel like we just need to let people be and exist. Like, let people be and exist. If you want to be lame and talk about your sexual encounter with a man or a woman, that's on you. But there's no need to try to bring their sexual orientation or whatever they like out there because you're essentially outing someone. And that's not fair. I think um, I can say for people who want to come out 
and make that. Or I think it's. I think coming out the closet as an announcement mm -hmm. is crazy because I feel like. Why do you think that? Well, crazy? because I think it's just like normal. You know, like if you like you think what you like, yeah. like why do you have to make an announcement about it? You know, I used to, I used to think it was. So I mean, weird. but it was a thing. A thing at, at one, one point. point. Like if somebody came out, it was like I remember literally watching E News when I was in like maybe middle school, and they're like, Ellen's gay. And everybody was like, oh, girl, my mom on the phone, like, girl, you say, you know she gonna go on Oprah. I'm like, okay, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm young, I don't know, but I'm like, as an adult, I'm like, do you see how silly that is that a woman yeah. has to say, she has to go sit on somebody's couch and make an announcement just because she- A frontal she lobotomy. Oh, Lord, she done spent this whole time. I had to find We it. talking about Ellen, bitch. Because I had, you know me, <laughs> I know. If, I, if I can't think of something, I have you to, like, search it. for a it. It was going to drive me crazy. Okay. They used to use an ice pick. Ooh, and Lord. A, and a hammer to the brain. Lord have mercy. But, yeah, so I, I just think it's a crazy concept that some that people would have to actually come out sit on a couch just to announce like, oh, I want to be in love and I want to be married. I want to have children with a person just because they're the same sex. That's absolutely crazy to me. Like, you know, we don't have to come out and say, hey, I'm straight. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just think people just leave people alone and let them live their lives. And like I said, on the other end of it, I think if you want to be lame and go on a, a blog or a platform and talk about your sexual experience, just talk about it. Don't draw that like, essentially, like I said, out someone. That's not your position to do that. That's not fair. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. I don't see when I think of coming out the closet, I don't more so think it's like people having to explain themselves or making it like a big thing. But it's like if everybody around you thinks that you're straight and then you date another person of the same sex and then you come around with that person, you're coming out of the closet. Mm -hmm. It's not that you're making a big thing about it, but right. we're just like, oh, okay. Right, yeah, like, oh, okay, this is what, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, like, but, and I agree with you as far as saying, like, it should be normal and it should be, but, like, being fucking for real to a lot of people is not. Right. And like and I'm I, not saying that that's okay, but right. it's like that's just the not reality normal. of the Which shit. Is, that's why we have these type of conversations mm -hmm. surrounding these topics. Right. It should be more normalized. It should be more normal, but it's not. And it, it's so crazy because, like, bro, people have been gay since the beginning, literally, of time. Like, yeah, but it was always hitting. Right, and it's just... But I feel like it's 20... It's like, bro, it's 2023 Because now. people would get killed and shit like mm -hmm. that for it. I mean, and people... Unfortunately, that's still happening these days, too. Still, still. But back in the day, it was just like an automatic, like, you out of there, bro. That's crazy. And like I said, I just feel like it's 2023. Why are we still, like, shocked? Or why is it a topic of conversation? Like, there is no reason that... It's just very hard for me to, like, wrap my brain around things like that just because I feel like I grew up in a very open-minded household. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, my mom, like, I have cousins that are gay, like mm -hmm. openly gay, been mm -hmm. openly gay my whole life. And my mom never cared. My dad never cared neither. Like they never treated anybody differently. They never told me I couldn't have friends that liked people of the same sex. Even when I was actually dating a girl, I talked to my mom about it at one point. What letter are you? What do you mean? On the LGBTQ, what, what letter are you? Plus. Okay, plus. What's the plus stand for? Get your pussy ate. Well, that's what I am. Okay, period, period. Okay. Yeah. I guess B, though. Bisexual. So but, you are, do you identify I as bisexual? I don't identify as bisexual, no, because I think that for a long period of time now, I have only strictly been dating Not men. Not strictly, dickly. Thanks. 
lately. Lately. But at the same time, like, I dated women before, so I feel like I can't really just call myself a heterosexual mm. woman. So I do feel you like for me, that's vagina? somebody that's only had experiences with men. No, I do not. Mm. At all. Mm. Vagina be craving me, though. Oh, I be what? like, chill, shawty. I'm good. Oh, my... Okay, bro. I can't... This is why I don't fucking deal with you. Okay, so let us know how y'all <laughs> feel about that topic because, like I said, it was very... It was very interesting to me. You know, things just It was be, a very interesting It was very interesting. Sure. And, like, and shout out to T.S. Madison. We really love her over here. Yes, girl. We need so, to get you on the show. For sure. So, for the next topic, I thought this was very interesting because, you know, um, my last relationship I was in... Obviously, didn't work out, but it ain't no bad blood. You know, that's my dog. But I was, like, trying to figure out, you know, what was going so wrong. And because we were trying to fix it for a while, and it was just like we just could not get on the same page. And so I was, like, doing research on it. You know, I was talking to my therapist about it, and I realized, you know, well, she actually educated me on it. We had um, an anxious attachment versus an avoidant attachment. Mm -hmm. And that shit is fucked up. When you really get fucking deep into it, and what, and a lot of things I realized. So I'm gonna speak personally for a second. Um, I have recently developed an anxious attachment style. Um, I can say that because I went through some trauma last year with my mom passing. So it, it developed, like it just, like, cause I used to not be the person that had those characteristics. So you have them um, right there, the, the uh, anxious attachment. So read to uh, the class some signs that show that you have an ancient, uh, anxious, why can I, I keep saying ancient, anxious so, attachment style. Go ahead. Right. So, number one is signs of codependency, intense emotional discomfort or avoidance of being alone, difficulty setting boundaries, mm. fear of abandonment, feeling like you're unworthy of love, mm -hmm. tendency to feel or act jealous, mm -hmm. people-pleasing tendencies, low self-esteem, Tolerating unhealthy behaviors in relationships, and it's some more. That's just you it's know, a, it's a the, few of them. It's right. literally like a whole list. So a lot of it is like um, I'm gonna give y'all a perfect example. Like when you're texting someone, and like you text them, and they don't text you immediately back. So I, sh what my therapist actually told me was like, when you have that codependency, you get it dopamine levels, right? So mm -hmm. when you get a text from that person, dopamine is released into your brain. So you attach yourself to, this person makes me feel good. Mm -hmm. So that's when you start to become dependent on this person just to make your day. So you people out there that be like, I didn't hear from him today, I had a terrible day, and you're upset because it's just been one day and you don't hear from somebody. You probably have anxious attachment. And somebody who's avoided, oh, they on the whole other end of the spectrum. Because you have to realize, anxious attachment people have grown up with a lot of emotional love, so they're so overstimulated with emotion where they overthink and they actually do too a little too much. Like, they need to relax a little bit. Avoidant people never had that emotional love. Like, if you want to know an avoidant nigga, he gonna say, oh, me and my mom never said I love you growing up, or um, I'm, not, I'm not an affectionate person, or, you know, they don't really tell their homeboys I love you, like, 
And me and my friends, we all, like, we say I love you all the time. Yeah, but I have to disagree with that. No, I I'm just like telling you, my... that's what avoiding is. Well, I understand, but I'm just saying that might not be the case for everybody. I feel like you can be in a person with an avoiding attachment style, mm -hmm. and that doesn't necessarily mean that you didn't grow up getting love and affection, because I feel like I grew up getting a lot of love and mm -hmm. affection. I'm just an avoiding person. Like, I don't really care to, like, deal with emotions and shit a lot of the time. It's just right. like... I don't feel like talking about this right now. I don't feel like dealing with this right now, so I'm avoid the situation. But it has nothing to do with my upbringing. Well, I'll say this. When you... And, I, and it more so to me, I definitely feel like it's kind of the same thing or similar to, like, love languages. And when we've talked about love languages mm -hmm. on the show, I think just like with love languages, you should date somebody who exactly has the same type of style as you because it's just not going to work. Well, let me say what you just said because what you said is, like, you be like, okay, I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, like, I don't it. feel but like dealing with this shit. That's cool, but you'll eventually deal with it. You'll Later, eventually... but yeah. that's still being avoiding But it. But, no, listen, listen to what I'm telling you. Avoidance will actually completely ignore it suppress it. They want to sweep it under the rug. They'll let a lot of time go by. Then they'll hit you up like, what you doing tonight? Or they'll send a fun, they'll send a funny meme or a funny gift. They're not talking at all about it. That's why I say I wouldn't even category, categorize you as an avoidant because you're eventually, you're emotionally intelligent, Drea. So your avoidant people are not emotionally intelligent. They're not even addressing it ever. That's what I'm saying is the difference. Right. Of it. So... Avoidant people are going to... They're the people that are hot and cold. You know, like, one day they're like, oh, my gosh, I love you. I want to be with you. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. And then a person that's anxious is going to be like, okay, we're here. I finally did it. I finally proved myself. And then, like, oh, wait, you, you really wanted to be together? That means I have to commit to you. So uh, anxious attachment people, they yeah, like... Facts. Right, they like They like consistency. They like consistent, you know, they want to like, this is what I need. But you can only Avoid. be one or the one of the no, two. No, there's right? actually more out there, but okay. these are the two most common. Okay. These are the two most common. So avoidant people are like, they basically say shit they don't mean. They'll tell you they love you and they don't mean it. Or they might mean it, but they don't want to be held up to that standard. So so say me and you are. So under... basically, y'all, it's for attachment style. Yeah, it's more than that. So you have, well. Yeah, no, no, I'm saying, that's why I'm saying more than these two. Yeah. So it says secure attachment, anxious ambivalent attachment, or anxious attachment, dismissive avoidant attachment mm -hmm. or avoidant attachment, and then fearful avoidant attachment or disorganized attachment. Yeah. All of them get super, super deep. Right. So that's why I said I wanted to, you know, so you can do your... So now that I know it's four yeah. different ones, like, yeah, I'm probably one of the other ones mm -hmm. outside. Because I'm like, if it's only two anxious and avoidant, no, yeah, it's not only I those definitely two. ain't... Anxious. anxious, yeah. So, like, say me and you're in a relationship, and you're like, you know what, Lex, I love you. So now me, I'm like, okay, we're in love now. So I'm holding you as a at a certain standard of a person who loves me. But now that you told me you love me, I'm expecting a certain treatment, or I'm expecting things to be like this: A, B, C, D, E. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh wait, I love you, but I don't want no expectations. Like, I just love you. I can I just love you without expectations? But it's like. Um, that's not how uh, an anxious person can be loved. But also, we gotta heal mm -hmm. on both sides, y'all. When I tell y'all, it gets really deep and really crazy. So that's crazy. That I mean, I know you know you could probably identify with one of those, but I really feel like y'all need to identify what. Probably number four. What was that? 
fearful avoidant attachment mm-hmm. or disorganized attachment. You may face inner conflicts between wanting intimacy and having a fear of getting too close. Mm-hmm. They enjoy being alone, like, to the point to where... Um, Anxious attachment, people find joy in sharing space and, you know, having a person. And they thrive in being alone. Like, if they they feel like if they got somebody against them, they feel like the world is against them, avoiding mm-hmm. people usually do. They feel like they are enemy number one. They don't trust people. They don't do nothing. So that's why it's so hard for these two people to meet in the middle because neither one of them feels like they need to heal. They uh, anxious people feel like, oh, I'm perfect, and the avoided people feel like, oh, this is normal. So I know that my shit has recently developed, like I said, from my trauma and going through things. I just became dependent, not even on that relationship, just on a lot of toxic behaviors and but a you lot don't of toxic feel like you've always been like a person, like a relationship person no. who needs to be in relationships. Now, that's to me, that's still, but that's not, but that's not anxious. It's not like. Okay. I was gonna have a like a good day regard. Like I wasn't. I've never been that person. Like, oh my god, he didn't text me today. Cause I, you know me, I used to be like, okay, well I'm gonna just you know talk to this person or talk to that person. I actually developed like an unhealthy dependency on somebody. Like I've and I've never done that. Like I've never been that person. Like I've always been like, oh let me stay busy. Oh forget about him. I'll move on and do this and do that. You know, being young and having fun. But I realized, like, okay, this is unhealthy because I'm trying to fill a void of something. And I'm instead of healing and recognizing that, I'm trying to fill it with things that are not healthy for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so it, it started to become that, like, oh, my God, I got to talk to this person. I got to talk to this. I got to talk to this person. Like, you know what I'm saying? To where it's like it got physical with my body. I started feeling weird. You know what I'm saying? Like feeling sick or couldn't sleep and things like that. I'm like... Bro, I feel like out of my body, like I'm in a different shell. So yes, I've always had like a certain like attachment style because I'm a relationship girl. I all I get like I just always have been that girl in relationships. But like I said, this past situation, um, I can take a lot of accountability on that just because, like I said, I was I have developed anxiety so bad this past year. Like I actually talked to you about that before. Like my anxiety is so bad. I feel like I'm just now getting control over it. You know what I'm saying? So it's just things that I know that I have to work through and get control of it. But I I wanted to talk about this because I really, really want y'all to identify the type of person you are and try to identify the type of person that you're dating and y'all need to have a conversation. I'm telling I don't y'all. even think y'all need to have well, a if conversation. You're, if, no, if y'all are like going at it, I'm <laughs> just, saying... I mean, yeah, but if I just feel like I don't, y'all, I don't know. I just feel like if you always constantly not getting along with somebody, that is an unhealthy relationship, period. A healthy relationship, you are not constantly going at it with somebody, right. with, with somebody and y'all don't understand each other. I think that people who have similar type of relationship mm-hmm. styles and shit should date each other. I agree. And then if you don't, y'all shouldn't date each other because well, I, it's going to be very toxic and y'all going to be arguing and not getting right. along all the time and it's just never going to work. Well, I say this in a way was I was talking like I cuz I I've been trying to be thinking like broad. So, I wasn't talking about necessarily like just uh relationship type things. I mean like if you have a friendship or sister. This is not just selective to a man and a woman or you right. know two people dating. 
If you have a baby daddy. But we more specifically were talking about dating. Yeah, right? yeah, we're talking about so dating, but... that's why I said yeah. that as far as dating goes. So, so yeah, you're correct on that as dating, because I 100% right. agree. Dating shouldn't be that hard. But I think the same thing with friendships, too. I think the same thing... I think relationships, period. period. If you and somebody do not get along and y'all are constantly arguing and bickering and y'all just don't see eye to eye, Ooh, then shit. maybe that's just not a compatible relationship. Right. And maybe that goes into play with me kind of being the type of person where I be cool on people. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm cool with walking away from people. I'm not working. I don't care how long we've been cool. I don't right. care how long we've been dating. I don't care about none of that shit. I will walk away from a situation mm -hmm. if it feels toxic. Because if you're somebody that I'm choosing to have in my life, because we choose to have friends, right. we choose to have partners, we choose to have relationships. Right. The only people that are in our life that we did not choose, and even, and despite popular belief, once you become an adult, you could choose if you want your family in your life, too. That's what I was about so to say. So, at too. the end of the day, if you getting on my fucking nerves and you, I can't stand you mm -hmm. and we're not getting along or you seem like you don't ever want to see things my way or we don't see eye to eye, I'm cutting it off. Right. I'm not going to try to understand your style because there's other people out right. there that are compatible for you. But like I said, in certain situations, like I said, some like people... Like, well, no, I mean, like, because I know we're at the day and age where people feel like people will cut their own mom off. Which, I, that's understanding. But I'm... Sometimes people... People, you know, for the people who do want to work it out. Because sometimes two people, they're not seeing eye to eye. Like, remember we had that conversation when Michelle Obama said her and Obama weren't getting along for eight years? Yes. But they're married. But that's what I'm saying. But, but it also has to be mutual Wait, for my... both people. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lex P. And it's your girl, Dre and Nicole. And y'all know we always talk to y'all about going to BetterHelp.com and starting on your therapy journey today. Yes, we both love BetterHelp, and we both have been using the therapist from BetterHelp for years now. I actually recently just changed therapists, and it was a smooth and easy process, and you could do everything online. Yes, I feel like we're always scared to say, like, you want to start therapy. And a lot of people think that you have to be going through something to start therapy. Mm -hmm. I just think therapy is just a lifelong thing that we should all include in our you know weekly schedule it's always good to get to know yourself you're changing throughout the season throughout the years right so if you've been thinking about it this is your sign to start therapy today mm -hmm. so what you're gonna do is go to betterhelp.com and use code poor minds that's better h-e-l-p.com use code poor minds and you're gonna get 10 percent off of your first month mm -hmm. try it y'all you won't regret it period so I was just saying, like, for people that want... This is for people who want to work it out on both ends. Like, yes, like, say you and your baby daddy not getting along. Y'all have kids. Y'all have to talk. So this is for y'all, for the people who want to work it out on both sides. Like, like you said, I'm agreeing with you. But this is for the people who do want to work it out on both sides. I think... It, it, a conversation needs to be had if y'all both want it and y'all are both willing to try. But if you feel like, fuck that nigga, girl, fuck that That's nigga. That's what I just said. It needs to be mutual. Yeah, for sure, for but sure. But yeah, so now it's time to get into the bed. The bed, hey! The bed, bow, 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 bow. All right, this is actually an interesting topic. Because, child, when I tell y'all that the boys have been wilding lately... So today we're going to talk about passport brothers. What you think? We're going to get into this for a second. So, Drea, have you ever had a male friend or even somebody that you knew that would travel out the country to have sex? No, I have not. Nobody in your life? No. Never went to the DR and bought a little pumpster? 
I mean, I don't know if they did. It wasn't something that they disclosed to me mm-hmm. or told me about, but like not nobody that I was close with. No, they weren't traveling out of the country specifically to source pussy. Right. That's not why they was going. Like, mm-hmm. if they went and they happened to have sex with the young lady that was there, Not then okay. I mean, well, yeah. then okay. <laughs> right. Because those type of things happen. People go on vacation all the time and end up having sex with, like, the locals or whatever the mm-hmm. case may be. But that's completely different from going somewhere specifically to find some pussy. Right. No. I don't know anybody that's that desperate. I'm glad you said that. I do not. (laughs) Desperate is the key word here. Yes, absolutely. The things that I've seen from the Passport Brothers is, oh, these American women, they want too much. If y'all want to be loved on, y'all want to be X, Y, Z. But also I'm seeing that the women there, like a lot of times don't even want them there. Y'all are not only getting rejected in America, y'all are going over there and getting rejected as well. A lot of videos have gone viral where, like, men be out there spending their last and can't even get home. I feel like this. Whatever country you're in, I don't care where you are. If you literally have to fly out of your... You got to get a passport. Because their saying is, get a passport. Get a passport, brothers. If you have to go, get a passport, get your ass on a spirit flight, because you know they be flying spirit, baby. They ain't on Delta One, hun. I don't know, because Spirit don't go everywhere. They go to the DR. That's where they going. They be going other places, No, they be too. going to other places, but... Because I done seen some of the passport bros. They, they be, be going in Thailand. To, yes, that's what I was about to say. They be going to Thailand. They be going to different places in Asia. And I don't think Spirit is going No, there. Spirit not going there, but... The, that plane might break down. Break, it's giving the Greyhound of the sky. <laughs> That plane might break down over what's the sea called that's over there by the is it the uh not the Mediterranean Sea. Don't ask me, bitch. I don't you, know, I don't you know. You better know it, because <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Look, is it the Red Sea? Not the Red not Sea. Not Sea She's been drinking her own goddamn drink. How about to Google it? But yes, like that that fucking plane gonna break down. I wouldn't trust Spirit to get me that far. But yeah, a lot of them changing don't... planes and shit. Hell no. Bro. Hell no. Uh-uh. I gotta, never mind, I'm gonna share that story. But anyways, um, yeah, if you have to go get a passport. Mediterranean. Hi, Mediterranean. And the Red Sea. We Ooh, were both right. See, and I was wrong, because I was about to say Pacific. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, go ahead. So, it's the dream. The Pacific. I think it's over there on the I, West Coast. I keep sipping the butterfly pee. So, if you have to get your ass a passport, Hop, buy a flight, hop your ass on a plane, fly to another country just for a woman to entertain you that you are low-key, not even low-key, that you're straight-up paying for, you need to do some internal healing and searching and get yourself together because you just lame. I just think it's weird because I think that... For whatever reason, a lot of, like, the passport bros, they'll go to these other countries and, you know, find these women and then want to marry them and bring them back to the United States and, like, take care of them and pay all their bills and they don't have to work and all of this stuff. But then they talk down on American women for essentially wanting and doing the, the same, same thing. thing. So, like, what's the difference? Is it, like, is she more it's worthy the, because the, she's the foreign? Because the pussy inflation here. Or 
But no. But the no. pussy is inflated here. You can buy $40 pussy in the DR. I'm not you kidding. You can buy $40 pussy here. That's why I beg to differ. Well, I'm saying, but the 40 I'm not going to lie, though. The $40 pussy in DR is different from the $40 pussy here. Easy? Yeah. It is. I'm How different? It's different. You can get some $40 pussy, and she got a BBL in DR. And she walking down the street. I'm serious. If you having sex for $40 and you was smart, like, not smart, but if you was able <laughs> now, to... see? They caught you slipping. If you, they caught my girl If slipping. you could find somebody... If you could find somebody <laughs> to pay for your BBL, or you could get care credit, or you got it scammed, or whatever you did, you can't scam another $4,000. Why are you having sex for $40? They probably had sex for $40. $40? So they got for $40. But the $40 pussy... You said that's probably how they got there. Yeah. You know how many niggas you got to have sex with? What Lola Brooks said? What Lola Brooks said in that song? You fuck like a hundred niggas for a hundred bands. <laughs> exactly. That right there. But what I'm telling you, look at Lola Brooke math. A hundred niggas for a, a, a hundred bands. So that means the pussy is going for a thousand dollars. A thousand dollars. They going over there for the discount. You're not finding no... You can find some... You can low-key... I'm not gonna lie to y'all. She maybe ain't shit, but she gonna be fine. You can get some $1,000 pussy. Flex. You can. I don't know, bro. I'm, she gonna be... She gonna be a trash-ass person. She gonna be broke, but she gonna look good. She gonna lose a little one-two. So... We know a girl that sold it for $1,000. But if she... But if she made 100 bands... No, we just being dramatic because of Lola Brooke. Then but, that means she fucked 1,000 niggas. Wait, what, what What was the math she said? 100, 100 niggas for 100? Oh, well, wait. Well, I can't remember the math that she said, but at the end of the day, I don't know how Something many niggas like, she I don't fucked. know. We she fucked a lot of niggas. A lot of niggas. But the math wasn't $40. I'm telling you, you can go to DR and find... And this is no shade to the women in DR. I'm just saying this is what's going on. This is the truth. Because I've seen the videos. Like, they're literally going and they're paying $40. And I'm not lying to you. If you got $100, you can get, like, four of them. They were all in a hot tub together. Now, see? <laughs> now, he talking about bow, bow. Deep over there talking about bow, bow, bow. <laughs> I heard the HIV rate is real high out there, too. It is? I did hear Yes. I'm really not being funny about that. Oh, my God. Now, you see? When you, you bring gotta... that up, you don't be... You, you're not supposed to be playing. Fuck XGs. We about to do Xdrea. You know, I always, I always have a lot of fun facts. <laughs> a little fun facts. On hand. I'm weak. So, yes, I feel like the Passport Brothers, I feel like, you know, do what you want to do. I don't, you know, if that's your type, you know, you want somebody for him, whatever, I don't care. Because, but I have never dated, I can honestly say I've never dated a man, I've never been with a man who couldn't get American women or couldn't date here. Like, when they go on vacation, they're solely just going on vacation to turn up and have a good time. They're not going out there searching for a partner. But I don't even think it's that these niggas can't get American women. They can get American women. They just don't want what comes with having to date. The responsibility. Yes. Because they... But they... I feel you, like... I'm so sorry when... And, and I mean this in the nicest possible way that I can say it, but remember that show that we, was, we used to watch with that man that ain't have no neck? Yeah, everybody know who I'm talking about. Oh, um, not, 90 Day Fiance. 90 Day Fiance. Fiance. The man, the little man, the little short yeah. white man. And he really loved no her. Neck. No, he... He loved her. In the beginning, no, no, he did so not. So he's a passport, bro. Yes. 
He is a passport wow. writer. He married that. I can't remember what country they was in, so I don't want to say. I want to say they were silent. Was, was it, it in was the Philippines? Oh, or? it was. Yeah, you might be right. You might be. It right. was the Philippines, and he married oh. that Filipino girl. They were taking showers with chickens. <laughs> now, if you go get somebody that's living like that, yeah, she gonna put up with anything, of course. And she, but she didn't. She left him. She did. Imagine. Oh my God, I don't even want to. But say that's because. Look at the material. I would have left that nigga too. Oh, he was sweet. He was controlling. No, he was mean. Remember he told her yes, breast Yes, he used to be trying to control. He said her breast stuck and she needed to shave her legs. Well, if you bathing with chickens, I don't put it past you. <laughs> that's your you breath. almost made me spit that's on my teeny. That your breath probably stink. He... Shower room with chickens is wild. Yeah, it was a wild episode. It was, it was oh crazy. my God, I was tuned in. That was quality. That was a good quality. And I barely ever watch reality shows, but that was a good but show. But wait, do you remember the and other it was a man? Good season. He got kicked off because, remember, he was dating the Russian girl and she didn't want to settle down with him and he, she decided that she did and she flew from Russia to where he was, and she knocked on the door and another woman answered the door. That was on oh, the yeah. same season. Mm -hmm. I remember Bitch, that. Bitch, the tea got hot, y'all. And come he to find just... out he was a felon, y'all, and he did something bad. He was a felon. And they had to kick him off the show. I said, ooh-wee, look what that money make a bitch do. It got real no, wild. I so. <laughs> so yeah, Passport Brothers, I feel like, I think it's half and half. I think it's half of them don't want to get, have the, you know, bring to the table what American women, a lot of American women require, but a lot of them, they don't have it. Because I'm not going to lie, like, the video... So you I, think that they're incels? Yes, yes. A lot of these... A lot of passport bras yes, are incels. Yes, Because they're going to... You know what they're going to do? They're going to find this, and they're going to bust it into a clip, and they're about to rip us apart. Who? They are! I'm telling you what they're going to do. They can't rip me apart. <laughs> no, I'm saying in their world, in their world, they're going to like, they going to think that they ate that. You can't rip me apart. I got more than $40. Mm. I seen a man get stuck out there, Drea. How? He, he spent all his money. She ran it up on his ass. He spent all his money in the DR. He was literally trying to start a GoFundMe to get back home. He was Did in he there get back home? I don't know. Didn't ask. Didn't find out. Because I was like, I got money. I bet you want it. <laughs> mm. A life of a passport brother. So if you're a passport brother, honestly, we're not attacking. Why are you calling them passport brothers? brothers? Isn't that what they are? I just be seeing passport bros. bros. I'm trying to be politically correct. <laughs> passport This girl brothers. talking about passport brothers. I cannot believe. What's that man name with a no neck? I don't want to call him no neck. Dang, I don't know. Somebody, look, somebody Google him. Yeah. Big, Big Ed. Ed, the original passport. Was his brother. name really Big Big Ed, or did you just add that on No, there? they called him. It was uh -oh. Big Ed. Damn! Shout out to the original passport. Bro. I ain't know. I'm like maybe uh, Thad being around us for so long, he trying to be funny. <laughs> not, <laughs> not calling not Thad about to do stand up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just mean you know how we always be like adding big in front of people names. No, why are you trying to do Okay, so if honestly, if you're a passport brother. Leave a comment. We want to know what y'all got to say because I know y'all about to stitch this video and talk about us anyway. Mm -hmm. So uh, now we gonna get into dub out. Hey, dub out. Bow. Dub out. Bow. Did you finish bow, your drink over bow, there? Bow. 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 Are this you feel my it? second drink? Me too. Are you feeling it? Yes, I am. Because I was just like, this butterfly tea finna make me fly. Yeah, <laughs> it's butter butterfly pee, oh. bitch. <laughs> I knew it was one of them letters. 
Okay, so my <laughs> my bop this week is we still bop. Gotta do another episode. I hate it. I was having a ball. <laughs> I don't know about you. So my bop is a song called Hydration by David Michael Wyatt. It is such a vibe, y'all. Um, it's crazy. I don't want to say his name wrong because it was written by Toby Nwengwe, the Houston rapper. He's really popular. Um, it's just a vibe. Mm. Like, I really love songs. I really want us to get back to the good lyrics. And y'all know I'm a lyric person. I'm trying to hear what you're talking about. Um, so yeah, Hydration by David Michael Wyatt, y'all. I know y'all like my bops and y'all be downloading them, but please download this song and listen to it. It is so good. Um, side note, I got a side note uh, bop of the week. Uh, Tony Braxton, Let It Flow. Oh. Oh, my God. She, Babyface go. got in his big bag when he wrote that because it was so real. Like, you just got to let it flow. Let it go, let it go, mm -hmm. let it go. Everything's going to work out right, Amen. you know. I was listening to that. I said, oh, Tony. Hits that Tony. stick like grits. I mean, that deep register was different. The girls are not singing like Tony, bro. They not. They ain't got that voice. They don't got it. Uh, maybe we should do a Tony song today. Let's do it. So I can do my Tony impression. Let's give us a little sample. Nope. Damn, you, you wait. You gotta wait till it's time. <laughs> okay, I gotta, okay. I gotta save my vocals. Mm. Let my vocal cords rest. Let go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so my bop of the week is, I feel like I haven't had this nigga as my bop of the week in a long ass time. And like, I, last summer, well, two summers ago, I was really fucking with ESTG. Like, oh my God. I was. No, I'm just, I seen a picture of him the other day and he just looks so different now. He do? Mm -hmm. oh, he looks yeah. good though. He looks different. No, go ahead. I really liked his music. Two summers ago, like I was in the gym working out every day and like Forever Rolling. That album, <laughs> that album really got me through my workouts and shit. And it was just like a lit summer, 5,500 degrees. That was my song. Like it was I ain't a young shot. Bro, if I heard that shit one more time, you was wild. Every time you would get in my car, and I had just got that car too. Ooh, it was a fun summer. <laughs> Good times. See how you do? So, yes, y'all. So, ESTG got this song called The One and Only. And I like it. It's mm -hmm. cute. It's, it, well, it's not by, cute. It's I him by itself? I shouldn't cute. Yeah. Oh, it's him by itself? Okay. <sighs> yeah. I shouldn't have said he's cute, though. Why? Because that ain't... He don't make cute music. He a real he nigga. He a real nigga. He make gangster music. Mm -hmm. All right. For the hood niggas like me. So, yeah. You are a hood Negro. I am. I, See how I'm using the and correct it, word? And even, and even by definition, if you look up a hood, hood Negro, Negro, Dre gonna be like this. Well. Okay, so for the item of the week this week, let me reach behind my back. Now I gotta reach down in my purse. So y'all, y'all know I am a skincare in my head guru. I love my skincare. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I fell off for a little bit. But I got back on it. I started using my retinol again. And you know, if you use retinol, um, it makes your skin peel. You know, it prevents wrinkles. Retinol is so good for you, y'all. Like, if, you, if you're in your 30s and you haven't incorporated retinol in your skincare routine, man or woman or whatever, please do. It's, it, it works wonders. Y'all always be asking me, legs, your skin is so good. Like, what do you do? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't care what you use. Make sure you use sunscreen. Vitamin C, you rotate that with the retinol and retinol. You can't mm -hmm. use vitamin C and retinol the same day, especially if you have sensitive skin. But honestly, don't listen to me. Go to your esthetician 
and your doctor. Or your dermatologist. Or your dermatologist. But, um, um, so yeah, so I started using my retinol again. I started peeling really bad. So I'm doing my makeup, and I don't know if y'all have noticed, like, a few of the episodes. I haven't been wearing a lot of makeup lately because, like, I was putting my makeup on. I'm like, my skin is so dry. I'm trying to, like, prep my skin. I do the same thing, and it's just not working. Like, because I like a matte face. Mm -hmm. I don't really care for the dewy look unless I have no makeup on. So... I was just like on a whim buying everything from Ulta. Y'all know I shop till I drop when I go into Ulta. So mm -hmm. I just grabbed this. I just wanted to try it. It's Ulta Beauty's Moisturizing Primer Spray. So you just spray this on before, obviously, you know, you do your makeup. Y'all, when I tell y'all, this is the best product ever. Mm. Like if you have dry skin and you want to do a matte look or you don't even, not even a matte look, you know, you just want your makeup to be smooth and your skin is peeling, whatever mm -hmm. you got going on, please use this. Because, you know, I, the girls are applying their makeup when it's low-key kind of wet. And I've been seeing that. Mm -hmm. So this going to spray it up, spray it up, apply your makeup like usual, and it's going to be smooth as butter. Okay. So, yes, Ulta Beauty Primer Spray. Um, I'm going to make, uh, make sure we do, like, an Amazon list and stuff and link it below. So, yeah. Fire. Fire, hun. Period. Period, Pooh. So now it's time to get into our favorite segment of the show, which mm. is Pour Your Heart Out. So, you know, if you have any questions, you can always send them to askpoorminds at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. That's A-S-K-P-O-U-R-M-I-N-D-S at gmail.com. Send in your questions, send in your testimonials, and yeah, let's go ahead and get this party started. All right, thank you, thanks. Thanks, Okay. All right, question number one. Ooh, oh, I'm from the Bay Area. My name is Nene or Nene. Oh, oh girl, oh, my bad. She said N-E-N-E-H, then she put Nene. So I guess she's telling me how to pronounce it, my bad. I'm 24, and I know what I want in life, and I'm currently working towards my dream job at the moment. I found the love of my life, but he a street nigga. He told me he's 28, but his driver's license say he was born in 1985. Okay. <laughs> Oh, bitch, well, he lied. He's oh, my God. <laughs> that happened to me before. This is crazy. <laughs> he lies to me all the time, but I don't know. But, no, I don't care because I know when he lying. I met him in October, but before we had sex in December, he said he wanted to be my boyfriend, and I said, no, let's just see where this goes because I was only down to fuck. He's 6'3", slinging. Fast forward a year, and I'm in love now, and I want him to be my husband. Ain't never went on a date with this man. We only kissed a handful of times. Why do I love this man so much? He blocked me for three months, then started talking to me normally as if we friends. What should I do to make him mine for life? Because I'm really in love with the dick, too. Can fuck buddies really turn into husband and wife? FYI, don't get it twisted, ladies. I have three niggas on the back burner. I'm young and the shit. And I go on dates with different niggas every other weekend. My age or older, men in California are really broken. I can't get down with anybody who doesn't love their family. I feel like my soon-to-be husband, this nigga, is solid and the one. Help me, sisters. First of all, you know he's a liar. You talking about you can tell when he lies. That nigga old as fuck. That nigga's literally probably old enough to be your grandpa. That was his fake idea for his If nephew. he was born in 85 and I'm 31 and I was born in... 91, then that means that he... No, oh. that means that mean he like 37, mm. right? He 37, 38? Yeah. Mm -hmm. He definitely way older than you. He's way older than you, and honestly, he's running game on you. A man at that age, like, I'm not gonna say he necessarily knows what he wants, because I can't speak for this stranger, I don't know. But, like, girl, you young, you're 24. I always tell y'all this. 
Sometimes when you know, you know. So I'm not telling girls, like, if you're 24 and dating somebody, just leave. But if you're in an area of uncertainty, somebody who really loves you is never going to have you in a gray area, in an area of certain uncertainty alone. Like, when you know, you know, and y'all know together. So y'all are going to be working together. And furthermore, too, like, she said that he ain't never even took her on a date. Like, they ain't never went on no dates or Girl, anything like that. Child. So it's like... Girl, go to your other three niggas and yeah. date. Yeah, like, I feel like if you if you was telling a story or painting a scenario, and I was like, okay, that's cute. Like, you know, he loves He treats you. you real nice and stuff. Like, I could get past the fact that you was 24. But you said he a street nigga. He lied to you by his age. And he don't be taking you on dates. And I don't like that. Mm. And you still be dating other niggas. So clearly, you don't like him like that. Yeah, you're not invested. Because if you was really feeling this nigga and really fucking with this nigga like that... You wouldn't be dating nobody else. But she would be invested if he was invested, and obviously he's not invested. So that's why it's just like a But even still, but circle. even if he wasn't invested, us as women, we can't help but naturally, like if you really like somebody, you really only be into that person. Unfortunately. Yeah. <clears throat> I think it's just the innate thing yeah. as a woman. So it's just like, yeah, you ain't really feeling him like that, girl. He just got that good dick. I've been there mm-hmm. at 24. Yeah, so you live and you learn, girl. You ain't gonna like this nigga two years from now. Let's move on. Okay, so question number two. Hey, Lex and Drea, I love y'all so much. Y'all are so beautiful. I will try to explain this to the best of my ability without sounding negative. I notice whenever I go out with a group of friends, guys always try to talk to my friends, which I absolutely don't have a problem with as long as they are not on no weird stuff. However, if things don't work out with them, then they try to holler at me. I don't understand what makes guys think that I would be okay with being a second option. Every one of my friends is beautiful in their own way, and I know that I'm beautiful too. But it feels like every time I go out with them, I start doubting myself and have negative thoughts. I know that I shouldn't judge my attractiveness based on who guys are trying to holler at, but for once, I would like to be approached first. I don't know if either of you can relate to the situation, but I do want to know your thoughts. Well, I can't Can't relate. relate. (laughs) Can't relate. I'm always the first choice. (laughs) But, Um, But I just feel like you know, you shouldn't place your self-value on what people, like, how men are trying to holler at your friends. Facts. Facts. You know what I mean? Because just because a nigga trying to holler at your friend, girl, that nigga might be ain't shit. Or that, might, that nigga might not even be your type. So who cares that he trying to talk to your friend? Right. You know what I mean? Unless... Well, I mean, even if it's somebody that you think you might be interested in... This is not a page out of my book, but a lot of people have told me what works for them is like actually saying something to the people that they attracted to mm-hmm. or the people that they feel like they want to try to talk to or get their attention. If a man isn't coming to you and you out and you think he cute, maybe you should say something to him. And Zebo, our sound engineer, is shaking his head yes. Mm. So, obviously, there are men who would love for women, I think, to approach them more. So, Mm. I think maybe you should try doing that. You know what I mean? But not only that, um, I know you're not trying to be negative, but you even having this question just lets me know a lot. Men can literally smell confidence. They can see it. If you're a confident woman, it oozes out of you. So your friends are probably getting picked first, not even because they look better than you. Because they probably walking in the club not paying attention to them niggas. You're the one that's probably looking and you see them, you looking at them and they looking at them because you paying too much attention to them. 
You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes just walk in a spot and have fun, exude your energy and be a light, a bright light and just have fun. And even if that was going on, you wouldn't even notice it. Because if that's going on, you're not even going to notice it. Because guess what? This man about to come up and approach you. So you're not even noticing that this man done chose her first. Mm -hmm. So it's like if you go in a spot and you have that confidence and you feeling yourself and you know you that bitch, they going to know you that bitch. And they about to come up to you. You're not even going to know that's going on. Because own, your own little crew coming towards you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like when me and my friends go out, I'm not gonna lie to y'all, I, I put this on everything. Last time I went to the club when I was in Houston, I was actually, I had so many drinks in my hand because so many niggas was buying me drinks. Mm -hmm. it, it happens, sometimes it be her night, sometimes it be my night, that. But guess what, we all pulling. I don't give a fuck who get the drinks, just give me a goddamn drink, bitch, mm -hmm. and I'm about to pass these hoes out. So don't even worry about that and pay attention to that. I think you need to work on your confidence a little bit and uh, just get in your bag, fool. Get in your bag and approach niggas more. People yeah. be saying that they work. If I ever end up single again... You want to approach a man? Mm -hmm. Maybe. Okay. If I'm interested. Okay. Well, what I you gonna say? I don't think that's any different. I don't think that's any different from, like, liking niggas' pictures. Yeah. When you want them to slide in your DM, mm -hmm. it's the same shit. What you gonna say? It's just when, in person. What you gonna say when you, uh, when you approach a nigga? I ain't gonna say nothing probably knowing me, because <laughs> I don't really gotta say much. I'm gonna just walk over there and, like, just, you know... So like this... I, no, I'm not going to even touch him. I'm just going to probably just, you know, if he at the bar or something, just walk to the bar and, like, sit there. <laughs> and just sit there. Okay, that's you approaching the man. Yeah. I might buy him a drink or something. You are not buying a nigga a drink. I will buy a nigga a drink. You should sing T-Pain while you do it. Yeah, I might buy him a drink. You I might say... I might be like, send him a... Um, <laughs> what do niggas like to drink? An old-fashioned meat. An <laughs> <laughs> old-fashioned meat. What? Ain't that what niggas drink? Like, I, I feel like that's something sophisticated men order at the bar. I know, but give I'm... me an old-fashioned meat. Do you like a nigga in the club in a suit? In 2007, <laughs> we used to wear our best Ooh. business casual shit niggas to the club. Niggas walking in there like in they 2007. Was in the, like they was in that Usher video. Remember, caught up? Was that the video where he was like dressed up? To... Don't act like you was dressing like that too. Bro, I used to go in a club in a fucking blazer. Yes, I used to have a blazer on. I might have had a tie on too. You never know. Bro, I could literally leave the club and go to work. That's how my outfits Thanks. used to look. We used to be wearing them pencil skirts. Ooh, and that, and with, with a little slit on the side. Baby, don't let me pull out the Steve Maddens. It's getting real nasty mm -hmm. tonight. We used to be some real steppers. That's crazy. Ooh, Laura, ooh. <laughs> but it's From funny, the reception but it's funny to the section. But it's funny because we really wasn't. But you cannot tell us we was not stepping back then. With that the big belts. Then we used to have on eyeshadow, no makeup. No, no, no other makeup. Just eyeshadow. Red lipstick, no liner. Like, you can literally leave your desk and go to the section. Like, you can leave your desk and go to, like, who was the popping athletes back then? Mm. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, what's his name? K K K Bitch, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was not popping when I've been an adult. I don't know when, what club you was in. <laughs> I told y'all, <laughs> Grandma Lee. I don't know what clubs you was going to, but he was not at the clubs I was in. And if, he, and if he was, the police needed to be called. I was, auntie was outside. What's that? Because at 18, why Kareem? Why is you here? Because I used to be at the 18 and up clubs first. <laughs> I fucking was. I don't like that. Okay, all right, all right. Mm-mm. here. <laughs> auntie used to be outside. I told you I've been outside since diapers. 
I mean, I was born in, in 68, of course, when I go out to the club. Because we was still doing the, the scat. When they I was wasn't a... even doing the scat. That's how I know you just be saying anything. Because they wasn't even scatting in 1968. That's when Smokey Robinson was popping. I don't mean to hurt you, baby. Speaking of him, did you see that video of him dancing? Man. It was so cute. The girls used to love Smokey back in the day. Shout out to him. We used to have him on the couch. You think he'll come? No. You think he'll come on? And we sing, uh, what's the song? I love it when we're cruising. Yeah. I want to cruise with. I think he got some stories. What was that song he said? And he got the moves, too. What was that commercial he said he had? What? He was, like, talking about crack. Gang yeah. What'd he say? He said something like, no gang banging, no <laughs> crack. Something like that. She was putting out a PSA for the people. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't get that one. Yeah, he was good. I told you I'm old now. Come mm -hmm. on, we're back with that. So, we finna get in karaoke. If y'all ain't got y'all tickets to the tour, poorminds.com. Get your sheet. We on the road. Voice we outside. Uh, we in. We got a voicemail. If y'all ain't left y'all voicemail, leave y'all voicemail. Now, mind y'all, this is different from pour your heart out. We want to hear y'all, you know, get whatever you got to get off your chest. We're going to put the number below so y'all make sure y'all call the number. Get something off y'all chest. Let us know how we how y'all feel about us, what we need to add to the show, what we need to take away from the show, or if you just want to vent about something. But keep it short, please. We need a, uh, we need like a little single. Um, it's called Shot Line. A jingle. That's what I mean. Yeah, a jingle. We need a jingle. Yeah, we need to, we gonna think of something. We no, gonna, we gonna get no, I don't want to do it. I think somebody oh. should, I think y'all should submit jingles. I'll submit one. And I'm going to put it to the top. I'm like, oh, we're going to pick this one. Why do you? Why would you have to submit your jingle for your show? Because you, if you know I did it, you're not going to lick. I'm going to know you did it once I hear it. I'm, I'm going to be like, oh, hell no. Nah. <laughs> I'm going to put auto-tune on it. This is shot line. <sighs> Dad, play the voicemail. Hey, y'all. Um, I hope y'all having a good day. Um, Basically, I just want to get this off my chest because I've been thinking about it a lot and I don't know what to do. So basically, I've been talking to this guy for like two years. We've been like, basically, he's my sneak link. I recently told him I liked him and I guess he didn't really say he liked me back. He was just, I don't know if I'm just a sneak link or whatever, but I told him I really liked him and then he came over like a week after and we just had sex and then the vibes are really good so I don't know where I stand with him and my ass is too shy to ask him I know I should ask but it's like I don't know I want to be something more and I feel like he likes me but he just doesn't want to show his emotions it's weird but I don't know what I should do because I really like him and the sex is good everything is good it's just he's asking He's acting so standoffish a little bit. Like, he doesn't text me sometimes, or he ignores my DMs if I try to DM him and text messages. He's weird, but, you know, he's a Pisces. But, yeah, I don't know what I should do. So, can y'all help me? Oh, girl, he a Pisces. That man don't like you. Pisces are so open and emotional. They're a water sign, baby. That man don't like you. I, let me tell you something. The last Pisces I messed with, that nigga still won't leave me alone. No, that man don't like you. He don't like you, friend. I'm so sorry. You're a sneaky link. I am so sorry. Because I know it's a hard pill to swallow. But that doesn't mean that you're, you know, not worthy or you're not or you're less of a woman. That's just not your match. 
he don't like you, sis. Agreed. Because Pisces men are, oh, they're over, they they a little too much. Like that's just water sign men in oh, general, yes, though. Like girl. Cancers, Scorpios, and Ooh. Pisces, they all just like very emotional. Like if you if they like you, Javier, please. Javier, what's your sign? Hang it up, flat screen. Oh, I, oh both of, oh oh, Javi be in the bed making love to his woman. <laughs> Period. And he be and if he really like you, he be acting crazy. Mm, yeah. So yeah, sis, you might be just a sneaky link, but that's okay. We've all had sneaky links in our life. It's okay. Move on. Because if if a relationship is what you want, you're not gonna get it from that man. Because let me tell you something about water signs, baby. They they gonna love you, Zion. Mm -hmm. All right. Are you ready to sing a little karaoke? Let's do it. Yes. Pure. <laughs> <laughs> Don't leave me all in its pain. Don't leave me out in the rain. Yes. Come back and bring back my smile. Come and take these tears away. I need your arms to hold me now. The nights are so unkind. Bring back those nights when I held you beside me. Unbreak my heart. Say you love me again. Undo this hurt you caused when you walked out the door and walked out of my life. Uncry. the joy of my life don't leave me here with these tears come and take the pain away i am yeah. the day you yeah. love time is so unkind life is so cruel without you, you here beside me one break my on a tour, sir. We ready. Poor Minds, 2023. We outside. Get y'all tour tickets, period. Lex, Lex Braxton.